0: Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. No, we're not out of COVID danger yet. Just ask the businesses in Victoria during the past month. Continue as we might to try and protect our jobs, businesses and livelihoods, what should we expect in the new financial year? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman and this is Business Essentials Daily. Outbreaks, restrictions, not knowing what's around the corner. None of this makes business planning easy. But plan we must, as we reach this halfway point in the calendar year. Professor Neville Norman offers some important messages regarding our virus-ridden economy as we head towards the start of a new financial year. In his sites, labour shortages, property prices and especially interest rates. And if you think you're safe from a hike there until 2024, you'll be interested to hear Neville's thoughts. As Neville Norman tells Heather Dawson, a lot's been going on.
1: Yes, indeed, Heather. And with more COVID and wild weather, especially in Victoria, so much has happened in the short time since the recent federal budget I want to focus on this coming financial year, 1 July 21 to 30 June 22. So to everybody, Happy New Year. I hope it is for all. And when I say this year, you know now what that means. I'll try to avoid numbers this time to focus on my forward vision for this coming year. And this is not for economists. It's for you in business with an urging to you to accept or vary this vision and put it into action as a plan for your business and life this coming year.
0: Well, Neville, you've long urged us to build COVID into our business and personal plans, haven't you?
1: Indeed, I have, Heather. And the federal budget for May 11th last made explicit assumptions about COVID. There's a full page of them on page 36 of Statement 2, if you want to check it. (laughs) But within three weeks of the budget, the sustained Victorian COVID outbreak with consequent restrictions contravened them. And nowhere in the over 2,000 pages in the budget documents is any allowance made for different COVID scenarios. Without any technical training, you can do better. Something like the budget vision for COVID of no extended or sustained further restrictions was always the most optimistic outcome and now it's almost gone. My most credible scenario is some limited further virus outbreaks with the vaccines putting COVID largely behind us as this year progresses. But don't forget, COVID outside Australia also matters to international travel, migration and tourism. And that impacts on skilled labour now and for years ahead. Now your task, place yourself on a spectrum of COVID-caused damage International travel, hospitality and entertainment sectors are clearly most affected, but some home supplies and property providers and estate agents are booming. Domestic travel, when not affected by COVID interruptions, is rocketing in some places, and most of us are in between. So look back and compare two data sets of your numbers, especially your sales and profits, for each of the last two years. That might show where you are on the spectrum, according to how much it changed, and use my suggested three COVID scenarios to generate your own budgets, business and personal for the twenty-one twenty-two financial year. If bad COVID happens, you'll be ready for it.
0: Okay. Now, Neville, you'd also like to have us think about labour shortages. So what should we be thinking about
1: there? Well, don't be fooled by low unemployment rates being a good news, because... Despite the gloom over the last 16 months, many firms are finding it hard to get good labour or any labour. Restaurants, factories and farms have got vacancy signs up. Small businesses are working long hours, often with family and friends, to plug the gaps. For many, this is not sustainable without a resumption of migration and international travel. That's where COVID here and abroad really kicks in. If the budget prognosis about all this is right... Not much help will come on these matters from overseas arrivals this year.
0: Well, Neville, uh, you'd also like to talk about property prices. That remains controversial. And you have been a bit of a maverick there.
1: Indeed, I admit it. Two years ago, many of my colleagues could not believe Property prices in the big cities could grow more than 10% a year. Having found that happened, they then flipped to forecast 13% annual growth or more for house prices, and most are still staying with that. Let's look more closely. The property boom, despite COVID, is driven by strong demand for the only main asset which is not in Australia subject to capital gains tax. It's driven by generous parents or their super funds or other lenders, and ground floor interest rates that nobody would have believed two years ago. Two things here could change the rocketing house price scenario. The high prices now might exhaust the borrowing capacity of many and cause a plateau or even slowdown in growth, not the level. That's a good outcome. But the property boom has also been fed by inferences from Reserve Bank statements since February this year, that interest rates will stay low until 2024, believe it or not. If either of my two more optimistic COVID scenarios for this coming year come true, none or any limited restrictions from COVID, house prices might concern the Reserve Bank and cause it to break its apparent promise, some commentators just say promise, of no interest rate rises. I'm not the only economist warning that the near zero rates could be lifted long before 2024. But, Heather, I'm not worried that the Reserve Bank promises will never be believed again for one reason. They'll wise up and stop making them. I certainly (laughs) hope so. Now, the most important message from economics. Low and falling interest rates do little to rejuvenate economic activity, but sharp rises in them quickly blunt property, shares and business equipment spending. If COVID goes away quickly and the big bank breaks its interest rate promise, not learning that only death and taxes are certain perhaps encouraged by other countries, and then raising interest rates, property and shares will suffer first. The bank has placed itself in a catch-22 of its own making. I still think that lowish interest rates will be here for a while, but I would never make that into a statement of certainty or promise. So wrapping all this, put your view of the COVID evolution this year into your own business plans, whether you accept mine or not, and your personal budgets. Place your business on the COVID-affected spectrum. Do what you can to deal with labour shortages. Lobby and hope for resumption of overseas arrivals. The recent UK trade deal might help. Training helps, but it's too slow. Expect some interest rate uplifts, even this coming financial year, and hope the Reserve Bank does not overreact by slamming them up sharply. My long-term advice to all borrowers is to pretend that you are paying two percentage points more than you're actually charged and don't borrow if you can't manage it. If you want a rate lock, do it soon and for as long as you can, always watching the contract terms for how and when you could change them again if you want to. Now over to you with your own budgets, plural, for this year. So summarising my vision... My most likely to happen vision for the year is a wide range of business opportunities and snags for businesses in a recovering overall national economy. Labor shortages and some edging up of inflation and interest rates. Hopefully gradually, thus property prices plateauing, not surging, not crashing. Behind all this, only limited further problems with COVID, thankfully, at least in Australia directly, and a likely but not certain return of the present government in an election later the coming financial year, probably in the 2022 part of it. I end with an inspiring hope. We cannot remake how this story started, especially what COVID did to all of us. But we can start from here to help shape how it ends. Get cracking and email me if I can further help, especially with your COVID-inclusive business budgeting. It's pro bono for all BE listeners.
0: That was Professor Neville Norman of Melbourne University. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow BE Daily podcast across social media. And head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot